0: Let's fucking do it, dude. Should we just want to rip?
1: Let's rip. Useless himbo.
0: Wrong one. (laughs)
2: later it's a podcast it's a podcast spooky podcast it's a podcast not in bashing podcast later. It's, it's a podcast it's a podcast spooky podcast spell later it's a podcast and it's time to start the podcast
0: ah, welcome everyone to another episode of spell you later I many pots
1: I am the other host Felicia from
0: Alicia, hello. It feels Benjamin. like dude, we, we've spaced out these recordings, and we've come <laughs> back very eloquently now. <laughs> but we're gonna be talking about cryptids, dude. Because we've—I think yeah. we've loosely talked about cryptids multiple times on different Probably. episodes. Because yeah, it kind of so, falls into the world of creepy and spooky, and and like yeah. unnatural—not unnatural, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, supernatural, some may say. (laughs) But you had actually never heard the term or, like, weren't familiar with the term, right?
0: No, when I heard you first say cryptid, I thought it was, like, its own monster. Like, there was a monster Mm. called the cryptid. The cryptid. (laughs) (laughs) Beware
1: the cryptid. The
0: cryptid, which, I mean, honestly does sound like a sick-ass cryptid, dude. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's why I had no idea, but they're apparently big, 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 big. (laughs) So I
1: have a little introduction to cryptids because I'm sure there are others out there in the same boat. So loosely, a cryptid is just an animal whose existence is implicated by witness reports or anecdotal evidence like folklore, but there is an absence of hard evidence. It can't necessarily be proven or disproven. And somebody who studies cryptids is called a cryptozoologist. It's not really a science. Where do you
0: get that degree? Where do you get that degree from?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think you just kind of say you
0: are. <laughs> oh, you declare you declare. Yeah. Degree? You decree that I, degree.
1: <laughs> I'd love to proclaim that I'm an amateur <laughs> cryptozoologist. And maybe after this, everyone listening will be.
0: Yes. After this course, please email us. We'll we email you your certification in your doctor in cryptology. It'll, yeah.
1: it'll just say like, "Yay, you did it!"
0: Yeah, it'll just be the balloons emoji emotion yeah. uh, uh, animation when it's your birthday on iMessage. Perfect. Um, um,
1: but there are actually within the the overall term cryptids, there are actually ten different types of cryptids. Um, or categories, if you will. Oh, I So
0: did not we'll go
1: through that. those. I know. So cryptids don't necessarily just need to be like su- supernatural entities. <laughs> they can literally just be like animals where they don't belong. So the first type of cryptid is distribution anomalies or finding an animal well outside of their known range. So an example would be There are all these large cat sightings in the UK for some reason, like people keep spotting like panthers just in the woods. And they're like, that's not native to here. Why is that here?
0: Yeah, what's going on?
1: And a lot of it can be explained by like exotic pets and people just like letting out an animal they know they can't care for. And then maybe there's several and they breed and now you have a weird population someplace that shouldn't be
0: now you just have that there dude yeah because yeah, that the famous example of that is the uh cartel guy not uh is i'm trying to think of uh el, not el Chapo. Uh, the cartel guys he well he was in prison he had like he had a zoo built and like he flew in hippos to like South America and then the hippos bred and then he just left them to like oh God multiply and now there's a hippo problem in that area because hippos are extremely <laughs> fucking dangerous and they just have Jesus. too many hippos
1: yeah they're on a much smaller scale yeah. here in california there's hearst castle and uh william randolph hearst i think the the newspaper tycoon i want to say <laughs> um
0: sounds like he, a cartoon character
1: <laughs> right he had like a zoo on the castle grounds and he had zebras and they bred and now there's still zebras there even though he's long dead
0: no fuck, that's a cool one to have around though that's like a <laughs> yeah one to be like surprise zebras
1: <laughs> it's not a terrible problem
0: yeah so those are um, so like a more like it's like it's kind of explainable cryptid kind of thing yeah like yeah still you're wild really to be. weirded out by this <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it still still would be wild to be like walking down a creek path and see a panther.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> still so spooky.
1: It's still spooky. Okay. Um, so the second one would just be like oversized variations of known animals. Like an example they listed was apparently anacondas in the Amazon are way bigger than they're supposed to be. <laughs> uh, so just like...
2: Freakishly huge animals.
0: So, if you have a degree in the cryptid zoology, your metric is the eye test on whether.
1: (laughs) Basically, (laughs) you don't have a whole lot to go on. You have folklore and anecdotal (laughs) 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 evidence. Listen, Uh, I
0: didn't get this degree for nothing, Karen. That right there is too big to be just a regular anaconda. That is a cryptid anaconda. Now we get to give it a special whimsical name, okay? Yeah,
1: and I think, you know, that's fun. That's just fun.
0: It's just couples having fun. (laughs)
1: Um, The third would be a survival of a recently extinct species, like uh, the Tasmanian tiger. People thought it was extinct, but other reports have come in that there have been sightings after it's been declared extinct. So... It's a cryptid, even though it was real. It just yeah. shouldn't exist anymore.
0: That's my favorite cryptid so far. That's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have survival of species only known from the fossil record. And this would kind of be like the Loch Ness Monster because the popular theory is it's a plesiosaur. We know those existed at some point yeah. and shouldn't still exist. <laughs> Um, but we also never photographed plesiosaurs. <laughs> they just—we know they exist because we found their bones. Yes,
0: we <laughs> find the, uh, the bones.
1: Yeah, and then number five would be survival of species from the fossil record, but not modern times. This one is like really—they're really, uh, they're I really need grasping here. encrypted
0: zoology to <laughs> understand this one. <laughs>
1: This, no, this
0: the podcast is just, like, gonna make perfect sense to you guys.
1: <laughs> no, this one is just really nitpicky. Like the example they gave is woolly mammoths are believed to have existed longer than there's evidence for. <laughs> so it's like, all right,
0: they're trying us, to do you know, like time back in time calls. Like yeah. there were they were cryptids, and then they did die for real, but later than you guys thought.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so it's like all right guys
0: oh that guy would be annoying at a party whoever came up with that rule
2: oh man
1: uh then we have animals not known from the fossil records but related to known species black pumas in north america apparently again kind of nitpicky yeah uh then we have these are kind of the the more widely known Types We have animals not known from the fossil record and not related to known species such as Bigfoot.
0: So we're getting uh, into then, the like more fun kinds now.
1: Yes, exactly. Then we have mythical animals with probable zoological explanations. So in this example, the likely cause is just misidentifying fossils. Apparently this happened. This is why we have the legend of Griffins. Because they misidentified some kind of bird fossil. (laughs) And they're like, this must have been a mythological creature. It's like, no, it was just a bird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's all this was. Calm down. Yeah.
1: yeah. And last two, we have paranormal or supernatural entities with animal characteristics, like the mothman or werewolves. And then we have hoaxes or misidentifications, like the jackalope. Okay. So typically the popular types of cryptids fit into those last couple categories. We think of them as like monsters or creatures or supernatural entities when in reality there's a lot more (laughs) run-of-the-mill cryptids out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of the wild world that I kind of stumbled into when I started looking Mm -hmm. into these cryptids for this episode. And I, I realized that really cryptids are just rumors almost that like it was like the classic you can't disprove me and then it became exactly and then it it really if you just last long enough you you get a pass on
1: (laughs) (laughs) enough eyewitness testimony tends to make something not necessarily real but like you can't argue with that many people
0: yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's. you you get enough people on, like, one idea, you can really do anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But that said, there have actually been a lot of cryptids that have been proven to be real. For example, the giant squid.
0: That was a cryptid at first? It
1: was a cryptid. Apparently, some, like, in the 1800s, some bodies kind of washed up on shore but they were like what the fuck is this but it wasn't until literally 2004 that we were able to actually film a giant squid in its natural habitat so up until 2004 it was just a legendary animal and now we know it's very real
0: that okay that is a bummer Because by the time we figured out it was real, all the people who were like, I swear it's real, (laughs) are dead. And they don't get to have their I told you moment. That's sucks. They're
1: rolling over in their graves like, I fucking told you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We got a divorce over this because I wouldn't shut up about the giant squid. And if you just would (laughs) have (laughs) listened.
1: But other examples are the platypus, the okapi, the grizzly polar bear hybrid, kangaroos, and komodo dragons. That's kind of hope, Right? They have all at one point been creatures of legend only <laughs> observed and talked about. And now they're all proven. They're and all proven. I think that's beautiful. And it gives me hope for all the legendary creatures
0: out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you, uh, but two questions, really. One statement, mm-hmm. honestly. First of all. <laughs> that is awesome because uh, the cryptid's proven to be real. That is just how badass of animals those are. That yeah. like they were so badass that people didn't even believe they existed. They were like, no right. fucking way. You're I mean, I get it.
1: It's yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's a, a mammal, but it has a duck bill. Or like, oh yeah, no, it's a it's like a standing animal that has a pouch on the front of it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it
0: boxes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they can get yeah. jacked as fuck yeah it's like okay dude
0: <laughs> calm down we're drunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude and that that's it's just wild okay and then the other question would be if you had to pick a cryptid to be a real animal do you have one that jumps into mind as like i would love to Nessie. have to for real loch
1: ness monster absolutely that would because be it's cool. yeah it's never been like a destructive or like scary or dangerous one really it's yeah. just like people kind of see it swimming sometimes and i think it would be like just real neat if a literal dinosaur still existed somewhere
0: that would be cool as fuck uh verb Finne- yeah. does that I, I don't know if you watch finney are you a finney don't <laughs> You don't know. Oh, you still don't go back and watch episodes of no. Minus and no. Oh, okay. I'll shut the fuck up. No, no. But There's an episode where they find the Loch Ness Monster and uh, they find out that the Loch Ness Monster just did, hates its picture being taken. And is a really cool right. old dude and just hangs out with them.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, it could be that these animals have just survived so long that they yeah. know how to hide.
0: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if they made it this far... They they probably have figured out their shit pretty well. And, uh, And the idea that dinosaurs still exist is probably one of the most fun realities to live in
1: yeah and so like on that one same... step
0: away from a real jurassic park you know
1: <laughs> well maybe not maybe we don't want that exactly
0: come <laughs> on but... uh, uh, new york needs to be taken down a peg or two let's let a t-rex loose <laughs> mm-hmm. is it new york or california in the movie i
1: don't remember i literally just watched that a couple of ago. <laughs> i like jurassic park too and i don't care who. who hates it. <laughs> <gasps> oh um but yeah like by that same note it's not even just the Loch Ness monster there's tons of like lake monsters yeah. like uh <laughs> Cadborosaurus they have one. Oh, cool okay yeah. so yeah I mean that same concept just like the idea that something prehistoric is still around and not causing major human destruction like Jurassic Park just kind of chilling and doing its thing you know it's it's beautiful (laughs)
0: it is beautiful i have one final question as you being a local dinosaur lover and we're on the topic (laughs) of dinosaurs maybe being real and so what opportunity to speak to a dinosaur fan like yourself Uh, who has a nightmare about dinosaurs reoccurring
2: (laughs) (laughs) when i was a kid
0: when you were a kid and we've beaten that thankfully yes uh would how would that change your life what would you do differently in your life if dinosaurs existed would you go see them like how does oh, it yeah alter your existence
1: i mean despite the fact that we have all those jurassic park movies if a jurassic park was real i would so go
2: oh hell, yeah.
1: <laughs> i'd spend so much money
0: <laughs> don't let it out don't let it out yeah that's
1: like a once in a lifetime thing yeah
0: yeah. Dude, that would be amazing. That would be so... Dude, yes, it would. I am on board. Yeah. Make it happen, science.
1: There was like... I remember there was this video. I'm going to try to find it and send it to you afterwards. But there was this like promotional video for Loch Ness and they interviewed this really old scientist guy and he was just like, well, you know, if, it's more beautiful to imagine that these things exist because the world is so much more interesting if you believe or like if you have that hope that things beyond our understanding exist and I swear to god I was like crying (laughs) watching this tourism video (laughs) but it's true like I think it's just the world is so much more interesting if you're open-minded about this
0: sort of thing yes because
1: it's like yeah, there's so many possibilities. Of course, there's stuff out there we don't know or understand.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I mean, this scientist is honestly saying we believe so much in science. Mm-hmm. Why don't we believe in some fun stuff about science? Yeah. Why don't we exactly. let her? We've been grinding, we've been wearing masks. We got the vaccine. <laughs> oh, we no. In <laughs>
1: Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: but science we've been having your back you got to give let us believe in dinosaurs tell us dinosaurs are real lie to us yeah just let us live in that reality
1: (laughs) yeah don't try to disprove us just kind of let us do our thing yeah every once in a while like do a test on the water of loch ness like let us keep the dream alive. (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) that would be buzzkills. oh man Is, is there anything else in the intro of cryptids that we need to talk about before we hop in
1: no, I think that sets the tone. So, you know, that said we both brought a couple cryptids to the table. I cheated a little bit. I have I have two cryptids and then one uh unexplained mystery that
0: could be cryptid related. But I love maybe it. Isn't. Can we see pretty, Can that be the the closing one? Sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Um so I have I have three. Do you have the Jersey Devil on your list by any chance? I do not. Alright, do you have the Dobar Chew?
1: No. Uh-huh. I was gonna say, I don't think you're gonna be able to find a cryptid that I haven't at least heard of, but that second one does not ring a bell.
0: Are you <laughs> ready for a super fun one? Fuck yeah. All right, otherwise known as King Otter. <laughs> can't wait is a creature of irish folklore it resemble resembles both a dog and an otter though it Aww. sometimes is described as half dog half fish it lives in water and has fur with protective properties huh yes and the legend was basically that there was this headstone in ireland and it was like listed that this lady had died from this beast out in the wilderness. And her name was supposedly Grace McLaughlin. Her husband heard her <laughs> scream as she was washing clothes down at Glenlade Lough. That's an Irish ass word. And came to her aid. And then when he got there, she was already dead. And the Dobar Chew upon her body, mutilating her corpse. Oh. And then the man killed the Dobarchu, stabbing it in the heart. And then I don't know why they add this part to the story, but I found it very nice. Uh, as it died, it made a whistling noise, and its mate arose from the water. Its mate chased the man, and then the man just killed that one as well. So apparently they're big fucking pussies, oh. and they just they lose in fights all the time.
1: <laughs> oh, that's kind of that sucks a little bit that it's a dog otter, but it's really violent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mutilate
1: kind of just like oh
0: <laughs> it's like yeah the two cutest animals in the world honestly yeah. is like a a mechanism evolved to attract people close That's to true. it so it could yeah mullet. but so I is it supposed
1: to be-, to be real big
0: i i think it's pretty big the, the picture i saw of it which i just realized i'm on my computer so i can't actually and i'm just not even googling i'm on youtube okay <laughs> Our this life. is not the high
1: episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks it looks pretty badass, if I'm being honest. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That. Uh.
1: But it's still cute. Like, yes. <laughs> you're going to be the... mutilated to death by something adorable.
0: This one looks less cute, if I'm being completely honest.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that's worse. That's bad and bad, yeah. Yeah.
0: How do you find a way to fuck up dogs and otters, okay? Jesus. Yeah,
1: that's neither.
0: That's a fun one. And especially because it's from Ireland where like they get so they were probably so drunk because this was like, you know, 1800s, 1900s, everyone <laughs> was wasted constantly. And they're just like, yeah, dude, this dog otter ate my wife. <laughs> I did. Yeah, that's definitely what happened. But for sure, we'll put it on the we'll put it on the gravestone.
1: It's funny because I, I mean, for it to be in Wikipedia <laughs> more than one guy would probably have to have cited it at some point or claimed to have cited it. So it'd be interesting to read up on the stories of the dog otter. What's it called again?
0: The Dobar Chew.
1: The Dobar Chew.
0: See, I don't, I think one reason why you probably haven't heard of it is like the Wikipedia page on it is tiny. (laughs) I literally only picked it because it was said King Otter. And I went, that's the best (laughs) thing I've ever seen in my fucking life.
1: Wow. Badass. Yeah, dude. But yeah, super, super niche.
0: <laughs> very niche. Very, very niche. All she right. Said, but,
1: um, I didn't know that one.
0: Hell yeah. Well, they're over in Ireland. You know, you don't know Ireland. Yeah. Like I specialize oh, yeah. in cryptid zoology. I specialize in Ireland cryptids. Uh-huh. Specifically. That was my minor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to kind of do two in a row because they're short and related kind of. Ooh. Um, so I'll say because
0: everyone knows that one.
1: No, <laughs> no, I'll do mine. You do Jersey Devil, then I'll do my story.
0: Hell yeah,
1: <laughs> sounds great. Um, th- so okay, what I love about these two cryptids is that there's a ton of stories, at least for the second one, that are like very believable and terrifying. So I like they genuinely creep me out. Because I feel like they could be real. (laughs) The first one, not as much. So the first one I have is the Wendigo. Have you heard of this?
0: The Wendigo, I feel like I have, and I think I'm confusing it with a Winnebago.
1: (laughs) That's pretty different.
0: You're not talking about a very eloquent camper from the 80s?
1: I am not.
0: No, I am very confused. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: okay, great. <laughs> Were you did you ever watch Supernatural? <laughs>
0: uh, yes, I, I have watched Supernatural, but and I'm I'm sure there was an episode about that, but like all yes. their episodes just blend together in my head.
1: <laughs> yeah. But this was like one of the first couple episodes, and it was actually a pretty good one. I want to say it's like episode two of the series. <laughs> um, but like it does a relatively okay job of explaining it. Um, so it is a mythological creature or evil spirit, which originates from the folklore of First Nations tribes. So it's based around the East Coast forests of Canada and the Great Plains in the United States. Um, so it's kind of a Native American legend or a Native Canadian legend as well. So um, it is, it's a creature that there is some back and forth on how they originate but a lot of people believe that it is associated with being like stranded out in the wilderness you have no food you're starving somebody dies somebody in your party dies and you resort to cannibalism you then become a wendigo and then a wendigo is like said to have this just growing ever-present hunger for human flesh no matter how much they eat, can't be sated. They're depicted as being like sickly thin because they're starving to death, yet they're always eating and always hungry. So some legend says like this is just a person essentially. And then other legends depicted as much more of a fearsome like giant beast because they get bigger the more humans they consume and more powerful because they're absorbing that energy. But it's Basically, this big old metaphor for like greed and gluttony. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it is crazy because it's so tied to like being in that situation where you're starving and you're just trying to survive and you reluctantly resort to cannibalism and all of a sudden you're this monster.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It feels like someone was trying to get out of getting eaten. (laughs) <laughs> and was like, if yeah, you're gonna turn into this awful creature. That's my guess. Yeah. From that rumor started.
1: <laughs> it certainly could be. Um, but even there's like legend that you can become a Wendigo just by being like greedy. So I think it, it is one of those kind of like tales that people tell to scare their children in a sense, too, because it's like, oh, you know, you can turn into a Wendigo if you. <laughs> if you take too many resources and or if like you're around that bad energy a like, human greed could evolve you into a wendigo so you know it does yes. definitely get abused for the purpose of manipulation
0: i mean jeff bezos looks like a wendigo
1: yeah that's true
0: he looks deathly and he, scrawny and sickly
1: is he eating factory workers <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes yes he is oh that's no but uh but they're just like So it's one of those like classic do your do your chores or else you'll turn into a wendigo or be nice <laughs> and share your toys or you'll turn into a wendigo
1: kind of <laughs> it's more like don't eat your friends <laughs> you'll become a wendigo um but yeah it's just it's a real creepy concept and i think that it's not represented enough in horror movies because When it is, it's solid and scary and creepy. Um, so I with that, I'm rolling right into the second one because it's another native legend. And I think for some reason that's creepier and like more believable to me because the people who were here first (laughs) were like, yeah, this is real. Uh this is real and crazy, and (laughs) you probably shouldn't know about it. So this one is way creepier to me and I I really believe to some extent that this is real. Um, so this is a creature called a skinwalker. <gasps> I've heard of these. Okay I'm so, so specifically this is a Navajo culture thing so if you don't live on like Navajo land you're not likely to have skinwalkers around
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but they're so like taboo in Navajo culture that even it's thought that saying the word "skinwalker" can summon them, so they're very tight-lipped about this. They don't <laughs> like. Are you on Navajo land right now? I, I kind of doubt I, it.
0: I mean, Great Plains.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's the one to go. Oh. So. <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> um, so they're they're said to be. At one point in their life, they were like healers or medicine men that decided to use their powers for evil and they became corrupted. And now they have this ability to shapeshift into different animals, um, often seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, owls, eagles, crows, or like any other animal associated typically with being a bad omen. Um, so they're supposed to be able to like read your minds, control your thoughts, cause illness and death wherever they go, they destroy property. Um, I'm sure you've heard of Skinwalker Ranch.
2: Yes, that place is person. just
1: batshit insane, but it's called that because of the high volume of Skinwalkers supposedly cited by the owners. Um, but this shit is so creepy. There's like a Skinwalker subreddit. There's a bunch of Skinwalker stories on TikTok. And if you go down that rabbit hole, it's like, whoo, it chills. Because, yeah, because people supposedly cite them a lot because it'll, it'll be like they see a deer on their property and all of a sudden the deer gets up on its hind legs and starts walking or like its legs are backwards. It's not quite right. It An animal calls in a very human voice. Like, just it could be an animal that's very off in some way. Or there are stories like somebody let their dog out, and when they called their dog back in, they noticed it just didn't look right. It didn't look exactly like their animal. And then they turn around, and their dog is already inside. (laughs) So, like, oh, it's just, it gives me chills to even think (laughs) about. It's so creepy.
0: It's, so, it's it's one of those things that, like, it defies reality. It's one of those things yeah. that, like the way my brain takes that information is, like, not real, not real, not real. But, like, at the same time as well, sometimes you see some weird shit in life that you just can't explain, you know? Yeah.
1: And I feel like skinwalkers are in a similar category as, like, ghosts in my mind. Not that they're the same thing, but just, like, there is evidence out there I don't know if evidence is the right word but just like there's videos and pictures that you can actually look at and see these people you know recording things that are not natural and just not having an explanation for that so it's it's very creepy because it's a very real problem (laughs) again like I don't know. I know I'm not using the right phrasing here because they're not necessarily skinwalkers, but like it's a thing that you can look up and see evidence of potential evidence that is. And either way,
0: in the (laughs) realm of like ghost, um, it's like almost entertainment in a way where like the realness of it is in it being in limbo, whether these things exist or not, is the inherently the fun of why. Uh, The fun of talking about them is like, Mm -hmm. what are these things? It's Ghosts are, I've discovered it's more fun to believe ghosts are real, in my opinion. I think that's a fun reality. And I think skinwalkers, even though it's more on the spooky side, this like thing that adds another layer of like life and reality, I think is a good thing. So I'm a huge fan. I think I'm a huge fan of skinwalkers. Plus, I
1: think the fact that they're so taboo and the fact that there's so much like fear associated with them makes it so much more compelling because it's not like people are go- like it's not like the Navajo people on the reservation are going out there and being like I saw a skinwalker like they actively don't want to talk about it yeah because that's inviting it in so like that makes it creepier to me it's like demons you know you don't yeah. talk about demons or play with shit about demons because that could you know, summon them.
0: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Bring them into existence. Exactly. path in your mind. Also, right. one thing that I don't like about the Skinwalker thing, though, this is just one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be nitpicky here. But <laughs> why is it if you're like these bad doctor people, you get more powers? You get a shape-shift and control. They're like, you've been so bad that now you have to control people's minds and shape-shift. <laughs> the
1: idea is that they could do it Anyway, like they always had these inherent abilities, but there are certain things you just don't do because it's evil. And they were like, mm, "Tempting, <laughs> I choose that path." <laughs>
0: and now I'm a skinwalker. Yes, that's fun I make
1: people ill.
0: Yes,
1: but yeah, it's one of my favorite Little things fox. to do to go on like R slash skinwalkers and just read creepy stories. It's Oh, guaranteed way to creep you
0: out. <laughs> spook, spook up the night. Uh, I yes. am scared of Reddit. That is a thing. <laughs> I don't go on Reddit. I'm like, I, I feel like it. there's too many things that are like cracked to my brain. And I'm such a, if I read something, normally I believe it. And like, I know that about oh. myself. So I just stay away.
1: <laughs> we have a cat visitor today.
0: <gasps> oh, there he is. She is. He is. He
1: Ooh, everyone the camera.
0: three-legged cat look
1: at the camera no that's mister he's gonna walk on my laptop now <laughs> please don't
0: <laughs> is, he a four? Uh, is he a skinwalker
1: i don't think so maybe oh. his leg
0: was and you're not on Navajo <laughs> land you're on Kardashian no. land <laughs> That's a fantastic joke. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving that. I'm going to try that out. Uh, my, I do have one that actually falls into what we were talking about before with uh, the Loch Ness Monster.
1: Cool. Let's hear it.
0: And it's actually the only one I could find uh, that was tied to Nebraska.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So this is found outside of Hayes Springs, Nebraska, which is where this is uh, originated from. Which is actually right by Scotts Bluff, which if you're anywhere around Nebraska uh, or have driven through Nebraska, Scotts Bluff, you'll know that. And it's right by there. And Chadron, Chadron State College. Uh, And so that's where this originated from. And it basically was another one where the Native American accounts of it were kind of like the original ones of it existing. Uh, inhabiting the lake, uh, the initial story of a lake monster which devoured livestock and sparked curiosity throughout Nebraska and abroad, even reaching the London Times. Oh, shit. And, yeah, and it just kind of started this, like, snowball effect of, like, it popping up in newspapers and people writing about it, a lot like the Loch Ness Monster.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What I found interesting, and I haven't even said the name of it yet because I'm such a great podcaster, <laughs> The Legend of the Walgren Lake Monster is what it's called. Uh, created and distributed by John G. Mayer, uh, a Nebraska politician and newspaper, newspaper <laughs> okay. uh, as a sensational story. So basically, this guy kind of was the guy who really hyped up the Walgren Lake monster from, like, these ancient tellings of it from Native Americans when people first settled Nebraska. Um and he also then got caught up in other uh hoaxes uh perpetrated uh in Nebraska such as buying cement casting of a buffalo soldier and then burying it in an archaeological dig site in proclaiming oh, the petrified man wow a fun dude and then uh that sinking bags of soda in a hot springs and reporting on the healing properties of soda springs what <laughs> I don't even know, dude. It was so long ago when soda was just a thing. You just went and got like got some soda and put it in the hot springs and now they're soda springs. That's some real hood rat shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. This was like so far back, like let's see here. Uh the uh 1962
1: uh so far.
0: <laughs> uh Nebraska repeated the story. Oh, it was the 1938 telling. Um that he was initially for, but like he was just putting the newspaper. It's such a wild time because he just had a newspaper and could push this stuff that he was just like hoaxing people on, and just making it real.
1: I would hope that someone putting soda in the fountains and being like it's healing would be newsworthy. Now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, someone yeah dropped a bunch of baking soda into a hot springs and now they don't have cold sores. <laughs> It cures COVID. Oh God! <laughs> so, ivermectin in a hot
2: spring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so did they just rule out the lake monster possibility because this guy is a known faker, or is this still a legend?
0: It's still like a legend. Like it's the town still like sells the stuff for it. The town mm. like. Is like oh the walgren Lake monster sighting, and it's it's one of those like lo- Loch Ness monster things where it's yeah in that limbo. How but- do you
1: feel about that like tourism aspect? Like you know, there's you can go visit the Mothman Museum. But, like there's a whole town of Mothman stuff, or like yeah. Loch Ness stuff, or Bigfoot stuff in California. <laughs> like is that fun or is that like exploitative?
0: Uh, I think it's fun. Not necessarily yeah. for like me personally, like I'm not jonesing <laughs> for a Walgren Lake Monster keychain, but <laughs> I-, I get the appeal. And also, like if I was in that community, it is a fun thing. And like, yeah. even though it's kind of corny and like it's for families driving through, like if I was a mm-hmm. kid, it would be dope as fuck to learn about the Walgren Lake Monster in yeah. Spring, Nebraska.
1: I feel like it's gotta suck for the people who live there when you've got this whole tourism industry coming through. Especially yeah. if you're not someone who believes the legends. You're like, <laughs> fuck all you idiots. Yeah,
0: yeah. Code I see the Walgreen like yeah. monster.
1: Yeah. But otherwise it's fun.
0: Yeah. Otherwise it's just fun and, and fuck off We're having fun, you know? Yes. That's what <laughs> I want to say to those people.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Well, I am Jones Jones and Ver keychain. You know what I?
0: Am. <laughs> <laughs> You're down a keychain. Um, I, honestly, I I have the Jersey Devil Wikipedia. If you want to talk about the Jersey Devil, but I feel like the only reason I picked it is because the hockey team is after it. <laughs> Named after it.
1: <laughs> I think yeah, because I I feel like I was underprepared for this episode. I was just like, I'm going to talk about the cool things that I like and not really do out there research so we might need to fill some space go for the jersey
0: devil oh yeah let's talk about the jersey devil why because we have yeah. to and that's the only reason people uh
1: yes. according to
0: popular folklore 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 yes Folklore
1: and seven years oh, ago <laughs> it's just a little abraham Lincoln humor.
0: <laughs> oh dude Getting, wow, that's so funny. I'm keep trying. I'm trying to think of anything funnier than that, and I can't. That's so funny. Folklore and seven years ago.
2: Oh god. Oh
0: shit, dude. I fucking so anyway. sh- fed you that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Jersey Devil originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds. Oh, Mother Leeds. The legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children and after finding out she was pregnant with the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration. Bad mom. Bad mom. That is no way to also,
1: it. Also, wrap it up, ma'am. Yeah. 13 is too many.
0: Honestly, yeah. I, I, self-hate. This sounds like projection. It should yeah. say the child in projecting her own frustration in herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, crying that the child would be the devil. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the 13th child changed into a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. Okay. That's fun that it came out as a normal baby at first. (laughs)
1: I mean, easier to birth, I'd say. The fork yeah. tail probably wouldn't be so pleasant.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the fork tail gets wrapped around the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Uh,
0: but that, it is wild that they were like, it was like a bait and switch. It was like, oh, man, I guess I am going to have a normal child. And then it turns into that thing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. Growing and screaming, the child beat everyone with its tail.
2: Jesus.
1: (laughs)
0: Rude. Dude, this night is insane for the Leeds family. This is a crazy night to have a normal you had to
1: go and curse it
0: yeah <laughs> you fought you you just couldn't suck it up and just you know honestly what is one more at that point that's the real really yeah yeah you've already forgotten about two of them by now what's one more uh, probably
1: seven of them died of some kind of preventable disease
0: <laughs> yeah or by getting a fucking hit by a tail <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch and the child's father was the devil himself. Oh. So well, that's probably just a normal day for them, actually.
1: So did the devil and her have the twelve other normal children and just suddenly this one is also a devil or you, chained you... up partners?
0: It's very well documented in the old testament that Satan oh. has no pullout game. <laughs>
1: should he i bet he fucks
0: dude satan for sure fucks dude satan fucks you the best that's in satan probably fucks the best if, if we
1: ever get merch for this podcast can we just have a shirt that says satan fucks
0: dude if satan fucks on a t would be rad as fuck and dude little float like, coming out
1: for us wearing back home to a family camp oh
0: no you guys don't understand it's like satan fucking sucks you know yeah
1: like that. that's what it that's what fuck me
0: yeah and then our next line of shirts will be fuck me daddy satan please oh no you don't want to put that on a t-shirt
1: no i don't think so
0: oh, okay, okay fine Back i can think German it
1: privately problem. but i don't think i need to advertise it
0: yeah you don't want strangers knowing that exactly uh- some versions of the legend uh, also state that there was a subsequent attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the treatment, the creature from the pine barrens. Dude, I swear, the whole thing <laughs> is acting up. Fort, fork, <laughs> knife, Peter, pine barrens,
1: Fortnite, and seven
0: years ago. <laughs> oh. She's- Fork Night. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, the Jersey Devil, and then basically that's, like, the original origin story, and it goes into a lot more detail in the Leeds Devil, and, like, this one has a lot of... It looks like this has a ton. And then there was just a wave of sightings then, like, in the 1909, there was, like, a, a, a period of time where a bunch of people said they saw him, and it was put in the newspapers, and so the whole town got on the hubbubabaloo again, and just, like... <laughs> started chatting down at the local soda parlor about the jersey devil and i gotta
1: say not a very intimidating origin story for a devil just like the mom didn't want it because it was the 13th kid and now i'm the devil
0: (laughs) yeah dude honestly it's like the scary it is a scary existence though you know like being a parent like that's terrifying It's kind of the same. But being a parent
1: to the devil is a whole other story. You know what I mean.
0: And every time you have sex, it's a roll of the dice. You know, you don't know how that kid's gonna be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're to do a whole podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, dude, what can I say? Satan fucks. Satan fucks. Satan all fucks. Right. All right, yeah, that's just, that's just how it did. That's just a way to, like, transition. Satan fucks, and... Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. The Jersey Devil, then they have the hockey team named after it, which is, like, part of, like, the the town, like, leaning into it, which I think is cool. It's kind of like a yeah. bigger scale of, like, the hayspring walgren Lake monster of, like, the town being like, yeah, it probably isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> But, probably but like can we have fun can't we all get together right. and have some fun and talk about it
1: if you ever do visit a shop that has Walgreens, lake monster keychains i do want one. Oh,
0: of course i'm getting you one for sure thank you got it
1: um i i wish i had looked at like i don't think i have any local cryptids bigfoot would probably be the most local because northern california and like The just the Pacific Northwest is kind of his territory, yeah. But like, as far as here, I don't think so. I mean, we have as previously mentioned, we do have mountain
2: lions. (laughs)
0: And are those kind of like that? Like, they're not supposed to be there, or mountain lions? I guess so. I
1: I guess they're normal, but like, they just keep coming into the city more and more. (laughs) Like, one was found at the mall and they had to like corral it <laughs> that doesn't seem normal to me but you know
0: those mountain lions are like what the they're like walking around they're like this used to be a fu- i swear to god this used to be a fucking tree
1: probably i don't blame them at all it's their their territory the we're just fuck? living here
0: i thought ben over there under that tree right over there i thought ben the mountain lion under that tree and now it's a fucking what the fuck is this <laughs>
1: They have every right to roam around.
0: Yes. This used to be their land.
1: Exactly. And on that note, (laughs) Satan fucks everybody.
0: Satan fucks everyone. Uh (laughs) the last, the final story, the edge of our seed story.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I yeah, admittedly this is not a cryptid story. But I feel like cryptids and conspiracy theories are very much tied together and like unsolved mysteries and like legends, that kind of thing. I feel like it's all in the same category. Um, And I just really wanted to talk about this. Um, So have you ever heard of the Dyatlov Pass incident?
0: The Dyatlov Pass?
1: (laughs) Dyatlov. Dyatlov. It is... It is a Russian's name.
0: <laughs> Dyatlov. Yes, yes, I have not heard of that.
1: Okay. So, it's a whole deal. Ready for this? Yes. <laughs> okay. 23-year-old Igor Dyatlov and nine other students of the Ural Polytechnical Institute, all experienced hikers, attempting to complete a grade three hiking certification, which is the highest you can get, and requires you to hike a distance of 190 miles set off on January 27th 1959 to the Ural Pass i want to say it's called or the Ural mountain range in Russia one member turned back the next day due to health issues he was the only survivor
2: <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think on that point. so <laughs>
1: So, again, this is January 27th, 1959. On February 26th, about a month later, searchers who were looking for these people found their abandoned camp. Now, here's a bunch... (laughs) What was that?
0: (laughs) That is no good. Abandoned camp? That's not a good sign. Abandoned
1: camp. Okay, now here is all the weird shit they found. The tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty and all of the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind. The tent had been cut open from the inside. Nine sets of footprints left by people wearing only socks, a single shoe or barefoot could be followed leading down to the edge of a nearby wood. At the forest edge under a large pine tree, Searchers found remains of a small fire and the first of the, two of the bodies. There were two bodies. They were both shoeless and dressed only in underwear. And again, this is a very cold place. Very snowy, very cold. Yes. The branches on the tree were broken up to five meters high, suggesting they attempted to climb it. Between the tree and the camp, three more bodies were discovered in poses suggesting they were trying to return to the tent. Two months later, the bodies of the remaining hikers were found under 13 feet of snow in a ravine further into the woods. They were only partially dressed, and some had wrapped themselves in the clothes of the other dead hikers. A medical examiner found that the first five hikers had no injuries that led to their death and concluded they must have died of hypothermia. But the four that were discovered in the ravine were a different story. One victim had major skull damage, two had severe chest trauma, and another had a small crack in the skull. But none of them had injuries on the outside of their bodies that would have caused those internal injuries. But they all had soft tissue damage to the face, presumably due to lying in the ravine. Two were missing their eyes. One was missing his tongue and one was missing the eyebrows. Investigators concluded that a compelling natural force had caused the death. They also stated fatal injuries of the three bodies could not have been caused by human beings because the force of the blows had been too strong. One of the bodies was said to resemble someone who had been hit by a car. And another weird thing is one of the bodies also had trace levels of radiation. The bodies were also orange and had gray hair. So what happened? (laughs) The most popular explanation that people like to say is it was an avalanche. They fled the tent because they heard it coming. Heard they were a- all just
0: avalanche taking people's fucking eyebrows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that was supposedly just natural decay from being faced down in the ravine, but wouldn't explain the trauma. Yeah. Um. So people think it was an avalanche, but here's some refutable. <laughs> here's how people refute that. Um, the location of the incident did not have any obvious signs of an avalanche taking place. Over 100 expeditions to the region had been held since the incident, and none of them ever reported conditions that might create an avalanche. An analysis of the terrain and the slope showed that even if there could have been a very specific avalanche that found its way into the area, its path would have gone past the tent because the location of the tent near the ridge was found to be too close to the spur of the ridge for any significant buildup of snow to cause an avalanche. Also, the wind blowing over the ridge would blow snow away from the edge of the ridge and away from where the tent was, so there wouldn't have been any snow buildup to cause an avalanche. Uh, Also, none of these very experienced hikers would have been likely to camp in the path of a potential avalanche. Also, the weirdest one to me is all the footprints leading away from the tent and towards the wood were consistent with individuals who are walking at a normal pace.
2: Oh, so, so
0: spooky. That's the spookiest right? smell of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. So there is one of the other popular I feel theories like I watched is a movie that
0: about this. Is there a movie about you,
1: this? there is a movie called Devil's Pass? It's a potential it's apparently not good. <laughs> I've not seen it.
0: Yeah, I have um, seen that. But anyways, what you were saying
1: So one of the other theories is that it was like military testing and a military cover-up.
0: 59, so, I mean that could be. Yeah. They were doing weird so, shit and K Ultra was around that time.
1: Mm-hmm. And There's not a lot of evidence for this, but the deputy head of the investigative department at the time stated he was arranging a trip to the past to fully investigate the strange deaths when deputy prosecutor arrived from Moscow and ordered the case to be shut down. That's a little sus. And then a former police officer who led the official inquest in 1959 published an article that included his admission that the investigative team had no rational explanation for the incident. He also stated that after his team reported that they had seen flying spheres, he then received direct orders from high-ranking regional officials to dismiss the claim.
0: Dude. And this is in Russia. So, yes, happening isn't like crazy to like conceptualize.
1: No, and I feel like when there's any possibility that the military is involved, that's kind of what I lean towards. Like, yeah, this seems like some shit the government, especially with the radiation on the, yeah. the one of the hikers' clothing, it it really seems like a government cover-up sort of thing. But there are a couple of other theories that all seem very fringe to me. One of them is infrasound which basically suggests that there's a certain frequency at which wind blows that can literally drive you crazy so they're just like the wind made them do it
0: I kind of love that theory I (laughs) I kind of love that dude
1: I hate it because you're so unwilling to to think something unnatural could happen that you're just like it was the wind
0: (laughs) No, you know, yeah, that's taking the it was the wind argument so far, like it was a wind so much that it annoyed them the noise it was making that they killed themselves with cold.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm not crazy about yeah. that theory. It's like the, um, like other, the white note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, other people thought they might have been attacked by local tribesmen in the area. Okay. But again, there were those reports that their injuries couldn't have been caused by humans because of the force. Yeah. So unlikely. And then the last theory is like wildlife or the Yeti, maybe. <gasps> so it all ties into cryptids.
0: Yes, what if it's Yeti? Right at the end. <laughs> I love that's such a wild story, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, I think like unsolved shit just happened in the past (laughs) past and we just know about it
1: really recently. Like they tried. They literally said that when Frozen came out, it gave researchers evidence that it, it was a very specific type of avalanche because of something they saw in Frozen. I don't even know the science, but like that recently people have tried to be like, oh, it was just an avalanche. It was an avalanche. But there's so much still unexplained that I just don't buy that. I mean, if I think the
0: most, to me, the most reasonable explanation has to be the military stuff. Like that's yeah. the most realistic answer. The most fun answer is the Yeti, or <laughs> like, or the wind. I do like. I, I kind of so like. I still kind of like even, the wind argument.
1: Even if the wind drove them crazy, what caused those injuries?
0: I I mean, if. If the certain frequency uh, for a long enough period of time, it will swell the brain.
1: Uh-huh. And that explains how someone could look like they were hit by a car.
0: <laughs> I mean, have you ever, like, listened to a song you really don't like? And are like, man, this feels like getting hit by a car.
1: No, not once have I said that. Oh
0: my god! I need so I need so I need someone else on this podcast I can turn to to back me up. Wow, it really I'm feels just, like I've been
1: hit by
2: a car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean I have no idea. It is it is like it can't. I don't. I think the avalanche thing. No, because that just seems like a dumb person heard the story and went obviously avalanche because they were by snow and avalanche <laughs> happened.
1: Right. It could explain some of the injuries and like why they fled in a hurry. But if like avalanches are not known to happen in that area, then why would it be?
0: Why would it be? I don't know. What what do you rest on? What do you want it to be? What do you think the most? Well, what I what is? I
1: want it to be and what I think it is are very different. What I want it to be is like it was a Yeti. Yeah,
0: that would be the cause.
1: <laughs> yeah. What I think it was was some kind of military cover up.
0: Yeah. something like that.
1: Like, I yeah, some so. kind of military test was happening and injuries resulted. And then the military was like, huh, kind of weird. Seems like a bunch of snow fell on them.
0: <laughs> bunch of snow fell here one time only and it happened to hit them right when they were there. Yeah. That's no what mm-hmm. happened. History solved. And what happened to the one guy that didn't go? He, Did he lived. Buy a lottery ticket?
1: <laughs> right, you would. Because it. I don't even know why he was trying to go. He apparently had many physical ailments. And one day into it was like, oh, no, I can't go on. Turns out he was real lucky.
0: Yeah, dude. Be you. This is just another example of like, dude, be a pussy sometimes. Just be a pussy. It's okay. Like, it's good. Be a
1: pussy and Satan fucks. Those are the lessons yeah. we want you to take out of this. Episode.
0: And you have now earned your degree in cryptozoology. <laughs> zoology.
1: We'll be emailing you shortly a JPEG of balloons.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I think that I think we are kind of wrapping it up there towards the end. Yeah. Anything else with the the, any other cryptid stuff that we need to talk about? Uh, No, I mean, I feel like
1: for the most part, everyone has heard of cryptids like Bigfoot and werewolves and the Mothman and like just the really popular ones. But I think it's fun to kind of do a deep dive of all the things, but like the hyper-specific regional things, like your lake monster. Uh, yeah. It is interesting because a lot of places do have those local legends, and, and maybe buy some keychains. You'll be supporting a small town. <laughs> yes,
0: S- support your small town and local cryptid. You know. Yes. Yes.
1: Support your local cryptid is the third. One. <laughs> There's uh, another shirt.
0: Yeah, Drilling dude, it. we're we're a we're a marketing machine, dude. Fuck we're yeah. this is a business, guys. We're super <laughs> businessy over here. Tm on- tm on tm
1: tm. You can't steal. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> to Your Honor in court. uh We said tm multiple times on the <laughs> podcast. It's legal, oh, legal. Well, guys, I I guess that's kind of the end. I hope you enjoyed this conversation about cryptids. I know I sure Fuck did. Yeah, I loved learning that my state has one. The Walgreen Lake. Yeah. Mar-
1: that's very fun. The,
0: the Dobar Chew, the Irish <laughs> Otter King dog. Yes. Um, I yeah. will
1: say, if you are interested in learning more about cryptids, there is like a docu-series. They're all individual movies, but it's the same production company called Small Town Monsters. Um, a friend of Fright Day, the podcast that i sometimes write for seth breedlove is a producer and he does all these really cool movies about like local cryptids for the most part so it's just like a fun little fun little series to watch i recommend the mothman
0: and they'll, they'll probably they'll probably explain it in more detail and Fuck more seriously yeah. than than we did yes Yes. Go learn about some cryptids. And if you feel so inclined, follow me on Instagram at Benny Putts or on Twitter at Benny underscore Putts.
1: And you can follow me at Felish3 on Twitter or Instagram or follow our podcast at SpellulatorPC on Twitter.
0: Hell yeah. And other than that, if you want to help out the podcast, you can leave us five stars on Apple. You can leave us five stars on Spotify. You could write a review on Apple Podcasts or most importantly, just go tell a friend. Tell someone write you. Us,
1: give us five stars and just write Satan fucks in the
0: room. Yeah. Let people know Satan fucks and be a yeah. pussy, dude. Satan
1: be a pussy. Support, support your local cryptid.
0: Yeah, dude. That's what, dude. I Any mean, of you listen to this podcast? You're a pussy, dude. Yeah, dude. Our <laughs> listeners are pussies. Dude. Fuck
2: yeah, dude. <laughs> Satan
0: <Same laughs> fucks and y'all are pussies. See you next time we do an episode. <laughs>
1: I go tweet now
2: Penny had never seen Hocus Pocus Morgan trick-a-treating on Halloween Felicia uses crystals to focus the energy radiating of the moonbeams their parents were afraid of the devil Cut them follow very strict routines. Now their parents are getting punished for stifling childhood curiosities. Spell your it's a podcast, it's a podcast, spooky podcast. Spell your it's a podcast, not a written bashing podcast. Spell your it's a podcast, it's a podcast, spooky podcast. Spell That
0: was that was a good one dude. That was a ripping one. Man, that was fun.